the whole world is waiting for Jesus to come. In the New Testament letter of Romans, in chapter 8, beginning with verse 18, the Apostle Paul wrote, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. Now, hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose, for those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. All of creation, the whole world, is waiting for the change that will happen to us Christians when Jesus comes. You see, so many of the things in this world now that hurt, the earthquakes and wildfires and hurricanes. So many of the things in this world now that hurt the heart disease and kidney failure and cancer and death, they weren't part of creation as God originally intended. If you go back and read the first two pages of the Bible, you won't find a hint of any of until mankind, placed in this world to bear God's image, placed in this world to exercise his rule and authority over it, to bring more and more of his goodness into it, instead rejected and rebelled against God. We chose sin. We would rather decide for ourselves what's right and wrong than to submit to God and his authority. And we broke everything. We broke ourselves, bringing on death. We broke our relationships, causing separation with each other, causing separation with God himself. And we're told on the third page of the Bible that a curse was put on the ground itself, something that affected the very world, the plants, the animals, all of it was affected, was broken by humanity's sin. 
Yet the creation eagerly waits because God is the one who's ultimately in control. While sin has taken such a terrible toll on all of creation, the creation itself is eagerly waiting for Jesus to come and to complete that transformation for his followers, those of us who will be called the sons and daughters of God, who have God's Spirit right now as a guarantee, an early preview of what we are to become so that when Jesus comes, we get to be revealed. That change that Jesus is working each day of our lives as we seek him, he'll bring to completion when we're made like he is, imperishable, incorruptible, when we're made eternal, able to share in God's life. And when that happens, it's going to mean transformation for all of the cosmos. All of that corruption, all of that decay is going to be burnt away and we'll be able to live in new heaven in a new earth, the way God intends for things to be in a way that goes on forever, without any of the disasters, without any of the groaning that creation currently demonstrates because of sin. When we realize that that's what we're waiting for, when we realize that that is what will be revealed when Jesus comes, it puts our present life in different perspective. Because when all we're focused on is life now. It can be hard to bear some of those great challenges that come up. We might not even know how to pray. When we have a Christian loved one who's on the verge of passing away, do we pray for them to get better? Do we pray for them to depart and go be with the Lord? But when we know what we're waiting for, who we're waiting for, and what he will reveal when he comes, then we know that his spirit, that he's given to us as a gift, he's interceding for us according to God's will. He's helping us to pray. We just need to do it. We just need to try to get in line with his will through our prayers. We need to recognize that God's purpose for all of us is to become like his son, to be conformed to the image of his son, because in Jesus we see a human being that fulfilled being God's image as he intended. We see what it looks like when humanity is done right, the way God created us to. So our job is to become like Jesus. And whatever things we go through in life, the good or the bad, it should all help us become more like Jesus so that when he comes, we get to share in that glory with him. That is what we're waiting for. That is what will be revealed, not just for us, but for the whole world. All of creation is waiting for Jesus to come.